Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. Yeah, welcome to Drinking Bros, kids. Uh, it's the old Sunday night show. It's going to get wet. It's going to get weird today. There's nothing I can do about that, and I apologize, okay? Also want to apologize for being midgetless the other day. Uh, I got a lot of DMs about uh, the midget not being here, and, well, it's hard to wrangle those little fuckers. Uh, yeah, especially when they don't want to do things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, uh, I'm not <clears throat> against going after somebody with a lasso and kind of hog-tying them. The only problem is, if you do that to a midget, is it a hate crime? I'm inclined to just ignore people who ignore me. Okay. I don't. I think about it for a long time. Uh, remember that scene in MacGruber where he's just writing down the license plate over and over and over and over again? Like, I've, that's I, like, I saw maybe the first 10 minutes of that and turned it off because it's the worst fucking piece of shit movie I've ever seen in my life. That's the craziest statement of all time, dude. Uh, it, it's so stupid. You know it, that's me and worst. Evan Hafer's favorite movie. Uh, well, you guys are fucking mentally challenged yeah, if you like that. It's yeah, terrible. we are. Uh, <clears> and I love it. Uh, also got a DM about... Uh, uh, the AI thing that we were chatting about, there was a listener who had a, a, a super interesting comment on it. He goes, as far as like AI, you know, taking over music and uh, people's voices and creating songs and words and, and everything else for the future, he said, isn't this kind of where we were headed? Mm. Uh, and I, I asked him, I was like, what do you mean by that? And he goes, um, he goes, look, there's only so many chords you can play on a guitar. Uh, there's so many, you know, so many creative things. Uh, you know, all the movies are kind of the same and the Marvel and and everything else. Have we just used up all our original thoughts and ideas and now this is the next evolution where it's time for something else to kick in to have some form of new creativity? Maybe. I don't when's the last time uh when's the last time you heard music that was unique? I, you brought that up and I thought the same thing. So when uh. Homeboy hit me up, I was like yeah, you're right. Like, I, I think on the show you said uh, heavy metal, uh, hip hop, and all that stuff. And yes, uh, the only like real good album I can think of, God, I hate to say it, was like a, it's Taylor Swift. Um, uh, there's not that many out but there. But all those songs were written by the same guy who wrote all the songs for Katy Perry and Britney Spears. Sure. So is that kind of a version of AI then, too? Where you just have the best guy who's writing for all of these different people and they're singing it? What's the difference, I guess? And uh, the more and more I thought about it, obviously I was super high. But yeah. uh, well, you can't make money as an independent musician anymore. No, right. So that's why independent, like the woman from Slater Kenny, right? But the the uh, uh, like anti-establishment femme band of all time, right? Did what? Commercials for Capital Fucking One. Mm -hmm. It's soulless now. It's not you. You can blame the tech. You can blame everything else. But blame yourself for being a soulless cunt because that's what really happened. <laughs> All these so-called artists, like you, they couldn't figure out a uh, 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 an artistic, creative, or noble way to get paid for their work. So they just sold out to fucking large corporations. The thing they said they would never do, mm -hmm. just like Rage Against the Machine. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fucking pathetic. So you, you, yeah, you're not gonna hear 
anything challenging or creative in the same way you're not going to see anything challenging or creative on Saturday Night Live anymore because everybody's risk averse. That's just the way it is. But it isn't because anybody is forcing you to be that way. You're, you're capitulating to pressure and allowing yourself to become that way. I, uh, I think that's why I've found myself personally leaning more and more towards podcasts because comedy is something that you know, AI will never be able to do, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and all the original thoughts, voices, um, are mostly coming from comedians or Rogan or, or people that I listen to where uh, it's not scripted. It's completely you know, off the wall. Uh, shit, what was I watching last night? Theo Vaughn and uh, Ric Flair. And I know you guys interviewed Ric Flair back in the day, uh, but this was the first time that I heard a decent interview with Ric Flair, for Christ's sakes. I don't know what it is that clicked in and that guy opened up, but I enjoyed it. And I, before then, I've never heard a, heard a good interview with him. So I'm with you guys uh, on it and your, your issues with it. But uh, it does exist in you know, certain formats, but just not in the rest of it. Uh, so yeah, to, to whoever wrote into me, forgive me, I don't remember your username, but... Maybe it is. I, I don't know. Uh, and maybe that's where we're just all headed is for just a new form of creativity for all this shit. I think it's his hair. That's his power. Who? Ric Flair. He doesn't have much of it anymore. I know, but the what he does is good. Yeah, it's, it's rough for me. I, you know, I'm a huge fan, obviously. Nobody loves Can you uh, give me a woo? Slick Rick. Woo! Thank you. Nobody buddy. loves Slick Rick more than me. Uh, 16-time champion, obviously. But it's it's getting tougher as he's getting older, you know. You got to see him go through all the things that he's going through. You get to see him on a train. Yeah, but he said he was getting needles to the dick yesterday. Did you um, to get hard? And that's like the the old Weinstein method. I don't want to know that about my heroes. Do you? Well, that's a that's you know uh, we did put the horse before the cart in this regard. It was a good decision to start working on boner medication back in the seventies because longevity was coming next, but we still haven't gotten there, right? Like our longevity, even after all the work we've done on keeping dicks hard, our longevity still has outpaced the ability to keep your dick hard later in life. Now, there are some notable exceptions, I suppose. I don't know if they're needling up as well, but Robert De Niro and Al Pacino both sired children this year, or at least they fucking, well, they impregnated the women. I don't know when they're due, but they're in their, they're 78 and 82, yeah. respectively, yep. I think. So we're getting close. I think this is important for, uh, <clears throat> for society, for high-quality men to be able to produce children into perpetuity because look at all these bitch-ass kids out here. <laughs> bitch-ass kids with bitch-ass dads or no dad at all. Um, well, they're going to be – but Pacino and De Niro are going to be dead. No, uh, you can buy, you can buy like a dad. Old. For the, with the amount of money they have, you can buy a new dad. No, I agree. It's fine. It's, it's not agree. like uh, – it's a, that joke from – 30 Rock, uh, Tracy Jordan's character. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, how do you know your dad's dead? And, and he says, uh, well, I'm rich. If my dad was alive, he would be mowing my lawn for $300,000 a year. <laughs> That's awesome. So, which is accurate, by the way. It is. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, it's, th- this is something that we need to get ahead of, I think. We're, 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 we're close. But it needs to be... It needs to be something that not just available to the ultra rich i guess you know what i mean yeah i mean look because there's no it and that's just a thing that's just a societal thing there's no there's no like correlative connection between being extra uh, like supremely wealthy and um 
somebody that should be respected in society anymore. You could have just made a bunch on Bitcoin yeah. because you were a fucking basement-dwelling nerd, you know what I mean? And that person doesn't deserve to breed at all. But a needle to the dick is a little too extreme to me. I think, like, let's just go to, like, a nursing home, find all the sort of, like, honorable World War II vets that are still there. Yeah. Needle to the dick, milk them. Can't you just put, uh, and by the way, we have labs where we can just extract DNA through blood and make babies. No, blood. dude, I like the milk in World yeah, War II. We, we, don't have to lot, ja- we don't have to jack off dudes who are 105 We sure old. do, and that this should is... be part of the budget for the DOD. I mean, it would definitely be, provided it doesn't cause them any pain, uh, they deserve it. They deserve to get jacked off. That's not what I'm saying. They sure yeah, do. Also, I never said I was going to draw a salary, so. Yeah. Wait, who said anything about a salary? I'm just saying, I'll do it for free. He'll oh, I know you. I know free. you will. I'm a yeah. patriot. Yeah. So, um, but thank I, you for your service. And you just yeah. keep saying it over and the over. Ne- and over the again. needle thing is what bothers me. It's not jacking off old dudes. I'm fine with that. We, we're all fine with jacking off old dudes. Yeah. I'd yes. Say. Well, Especially I, World War II vets. I like that was the last hard generation. Well, Vietnam, Vietnam vets. Too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, but I, I don't think, um, I don't think you got to jack them off. I think that I think you're. You're out of line there. I think we, 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 there's insulin pumps. Why can't there be a pump like that where you just press a button on your hip and your dick gets hard? It's funner for them, dude. I think if we jack them off. I don't think it's no, no, no. That's just to get the dick hard. You can still jack the guy off after. You just don't need to use a fucking needle to the dick. Mm. I think that's going to be off-putting for a lot of people. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, so I, I agree. But apparently, like with Ric Flair, and I know in, in the case of Weinstein, they didn't have a choice. Something is not working there. Like the pills don't work anymore, and uh, and then you got to get this needle. I get the TRT shots once a week. I don't even like those. Let alone physically pulling out my penis and watching somebody inject a needle. I mean, it. that's how Weinstein's penis fucking rotted off. It is. Yeah, it was basically like uh, uh, Jared Leto's arm in Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> That's a real specific example. Can you pull that up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's oh, the visuals there. It's a fucking rotted out heroin arm. God damn it, dude! Whenever somebody, I I try to forget about that movie. And whenever somebody brings it up, all I think of is yeah. Keith David watching Jennifer Connelly double dildo, ass, 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 yeah. ass to yeah, and then just that laugh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the needle to the dick, dude. No, Bob's, Bob's trying to look stuff up, but we have no internet right now. Yeah, I'm waiting. Oh, this, this is great. Fine. This but, is great. But here's the so here's the surprising part. Okay, uh, do you love it that much that you're like at what is he seventy two, seventy five years what's, old? What's the it in that statement? Fucking yeah, yeah. At seventy five though, where you're just like, man, I've got to go to the doctor and get a needle to the dick every single day or week or I don't know how how that works. I think. Uh, you know, if you reach a certain level of fame and notoriety and wealth, you probably have a penis butler. Oh, a cock butler. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, he said he said that he goes to, to a doctor like right down the street from his house. He was like, it's like two minutes from my house. He should just hire a full-time penis butler. I agree. He, he maintains pretty much he or she. I don't want to fucking displace anybody here. Mm-hmm. but uh, They maintain everything. Buttle my penis. Yeah. You, that's how you, you like. You could ring a bell or whatever it is, but. You should have a, a penis butler, somebody to be an attendant over your cock, I think. Uh, if you're that wealthy and you're planning on generating more kids, you need somebody to do the work. A cock butler, so a cutler. You want a cutler that, that lives in-house who can just we <clears throat> just kind of jam that needle in, get you going for the day. B- buttle your penis. Okay, yeah. yeah. Buttle your cock, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then give you a smoothie. Yeah. Here, well, drink this afterwards. Yeah, it's got to have a lot of fiber in it. Mm-hmm. 
like Metamucil or something, but we no free ads. No, I don't, I don't. I don't know if Metamucil is any good or not. I, I don't. Just, either. That's the one that I know. I don't For either. injecting into your penis, absolutely not. No, 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 no. For uh, uh, adding fiber to an elderly diet. Oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't think anybody was injecting Metamucil into their dick. No, I've never heard of that before. Do you have uh, the picture of Leto there? It's water soluble, oh. so the fucking it would. Uh, yeah. God damn it! Dude. I feel like it would make my dick fatter. Damn it, that scene always gets me. Doesn't Shit. Is, isn't there uh like tor- at the very end of the movie one with his nub as well? Cuz they do amputate the arm at some point. Yeah, is he nubbed up at the end of this thing? There's a it's a great movie, but it is fucking brutal to I watch. Know. Every part of it. I mean, Marlon I, Wayans' character is okay. That that one doesn't cause you too much trouble, but all three of the other main characters, Jared Leto, Jennifer Connelly and the mom, what's She's famous too. I can't remember. Yeah, I forget her name. But, but it, all of those are brutal. Yeah, there's yeah, the there he is all nubbed up, dude. At the end, but it doesn't show you the bare nub. It's all fucking clothed up. I want to see the bare nub. I, 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 I want to see it. Yeah, I think we need to find Jared Leto and cut his fucking arm. I off. think there's a hole in it, mm-hmm. like an open wound that never closes, kind of thing. Ugh. There always is. Yeah, always yeah. is. Yeah. Can you fuck it? Uh, I you can fuck no. anything that you can fit your dick in. No, it, Why? it's because it's not like a deep hole. Well, it's just like an open sore. What if an Asian man fucked it? That probably worked. Okay. Well, I think you use it to fuck. Oh, uh, you could. Yeah, if you nubbed up and then went rectally. Uh, what was that, Delco? Do you, you want to show that motion of the audience again? I saw it back here. Yeah, no, you just go Shaquem Griffin. Yeah, but you were going like this. Yeah, like, I saw your nub go into an asshole. Well, yeah, what? Yeah. Shaquem Griffin. Yeah, yeah. What's, uh, what is a Shaquem Griffin? You'll He's remember a, the uh, UCF linebacker yep. with uh Got drafted by the Seahawks, I believe. And oh, he, he, had, he a had a nub? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. nice. Good for him. With his brother. His brother, I think, still plays. His brother was a pro bowler. Oh, fuck yeah. His brother's amazing. It's it's honestly most most of the arm. Now, he's like, not, he's, he's not a receiver, team. right? He's a linebacker. No, he's okay. definitely not a receiver. But, uh, I think he did have an interception, though. I'm not kidding. He actually had one of the biggest plays when we beat Auburn in the uh, Peach Bowl. When oh, we uh, won the national championship, he po- poked the ball out with his nub. With his nub, yeah. yeah. He was really fucking good. His brother's amazing, too. I bet he's got a great swim move. Oh, if, <laughs> like yeah. Like, for real. Dude, yeah. You can't, like, there's nothing to grab onto. It's just a fucking nub coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure if he's still playing anymore, but uh, God bless that guy. It was a cool fucking story, but he's he's nubbed up, and I'm sure he's used it on people. Uh, no, he played three seasons. Yeah. Uh, look, that's, 18, 19, 20. That's more than I played. That's, that's longer that's a, than the average career in the NFL. That is, that is the average career that's of an NFL saying. player. I think yeah. it's like under three, three years. Yeah. So that's no, incredible that he made it that long. No interceptions, but he played on pretty much every game of all three of those seasons. Uh, we had shits. Oh, fuck. Remember when he was Derek White on the show and he was talking about uh, if chicks wanted to get nubbed? Mm-hmm. And that was a thing. It the was, answer is yes. Yeah. Girls. Dude, it was a fetish, man. And I was like, no they way. They yearn for Yeah. Oh, Shaquem for sure has inserted that ha- into had many of UCF lady. What's the point had of even having it if you're not going to do that? Exactly. I would. And I would, if, if I'm in the middle of that surgery and the doctor says, hey, man, we could maybe save like two fingers. Um, or we're, we can ball it off like that and just have that little tiny nub. You got to go nub just so you can insert it over. I don't and over even think you again. put it in. I think you use it like one of those wands, you know, the white ones I'm talking about, uh-huh. and you just freaking uh, oh, get it in. There. Just put a vibrating wristwatch on. Yeah, just drill that clip. It's really good. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on which fingers we're talking about. If it was the two outside ones, maybe I keep it like a crap claw or something. You know what I mean? Uh, well, you can still do the shocker, but I. If it's just like your ring finger, it's just so difficult to maneuver. You just don't have enough power in your forearm for that ring finger. Maybe you don't. I don't, dude. Not for this one. The rest of them, sure. I've Even been... a pinky I can really give a sharp jab at. 
Not the ring finger. I think the ring, the problem with the ring finger is it, is operating on the same tendon in your in the uh, metacarpal area as your middle finger, right? But if your middle finger is gone, then it'll be operating independently. It'll it'll control that entire tendon. I think you're going to have more power than you think. Mm. Uh, Not we, willing to risk it. Do we have a? a let, <laughs> let's get one of these Kershaw knives over here and cut this motherfucker's fingers let's flip off. Flip a coin. Loser loses a finger. No, this is not fucking. What, what was that? Pulp Fiction. Yeah, we're not doing that. I think I look. I, I think I'd be okay with losing a finger this late in life. I, I just the rest of it would have been rough. You know, it would have been a difficult road to because then you got to explain it to every girl what happens. I turned the lawnmower upside down because there was you know a ball stuck in it, and then <laughs> we did have lawnmower fights as kids, and I'm surprised this didn't what? have anyone. You're kidding. No, yeah, we both like it's kind of like. Demolition Derby with lawnmowers. But so you were jamming them into each other? Yeah. Okay, as long as you weren't turning them upside and down. Then, and then like two of the guys were like running around the field and you were kind of chasing after them and they'd throw apples at you. Oh my God, dude. And what happens? Where was this? North, in my home. North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty fucking stupid. Yeah, it is, man. Uh, where were you living out there? What trailer park? What was the name of that trailer park? Uh, it was a rural trailer park outside of Central North Carolina. Were you really in a trailer park? I was fucking with you. There's a trailer park adjacent. Sure. You're right there. We own the land. Oh. I don't know what's worse. I got now I'm going back and forth in my mind. You own the land and then rent the trailer park? Like how does that work out? You know? I know you can rent one. Well, like, so the trailer park used to be owned by this like crack dealer named Tiny, and then the government kind of seized the land and then sold a little bit of it off. So we like we it was right beside At an our auction. House. Yeah, okay. yeah. So then we purchased more land beside it. So then we kind of indoctored the trailer park. Now Tiny yeah. I'm assuming he was a larger man just based on uh, every other tiny that I've known over Extremely the years. Extremely average size. Really? Yep. Where did tiny come from then? No clue. Well, you know, maybe a clue. Nobody asked? Nope. Nobody said, hey, why tiny? I don't know, man. Maybe the baby mama gave it to him? <sighs> I don't know. The, 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 the famous one is Tiny Zeus Lister. You remember him? Oh, I do. Debo from Friday? Mm-hmm. Shit, Oh, dude. maybe it's because he was known for his tiny bags. He would always short you a little bit. I don't know, man. I, man, that guy, that guy, by the way, when he shows up in real life, you believe it and you're scared shitless of that fucking guy. I'm not kidding. I don't know if it's that movie or just his overall height and size in real life. It's just gangly. It's It's frightening. frightening. It is. He's a beefy motherfucker, dude. Um, He walked into a a room when we were casting one time with a director and he told the director, you're going to hire me in this fucking movie. And they were like, oh, you're going to read or whatever. And he goes, nah, I don't really feel like it. And I was like, "What, what did you? What did you he, he hired the fucking guy." Respect. I mean, like, like, how do you how do you hate on that? Here's the weird thing, though. Uh, the director told me forever. He was just like, "Hey, dude, we were friends," and he still hits me up to this day. And he was like, "He ended up being a really great guy." And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." Is he still alive? I don't see him anymore. Did he die? Yeah, he's been dead for really? years. Really? Yeah. Same with Andre the Giant. Yeah, yeah I, Andre the Giant. I know, dude. Well, he I was, still think he's alive. Sometimes. There's no way. There's no way. No, no. You he don't... probably kicked out in what. 80s, 90s? When nah, did he, he made die? It to, he made it to the 90s. Did he? I mean, we have no internet, so we can't look. This, oh, that's is, true. this is great. This is like old bar trivia. Where you're look, like, this sure, is back when the- we were in the garage and doing drinking bros. We didn't have internet. We were just guessing at shit that was always wrong. He died in 1993 in Paris, France. Ah! Yes. Gay Paris. Look at that. Eating it's a, a nice place to die. It's a nice place to die. I always thought that about uh, Bourdain, too. He died over in France as well. I believe it was in uh, Alsace. France in like the nicest hotel. He was just eating at a five-star restaurant. I was like, mm-hmm. all right, if you're going to fucking hang yourself at the end of the day, 
You right. did it in the nicest hotel, and you had the best meal on earth. So Who went I get out poorly, it. Poorly, I guess. Like Avicii, he died in some random Middle Eastern country. Yeah, and he fucking sliced his arms open with like a a glass that he broke on a table, which is even worse. Like, god damn, get a knife, get a Kershaw, slice your rib. I, that's probably a terrible advertisement for Kershaw. They can, they can but cut anything. We'll just put it there. They sure can. Tiny Lizard died in in December of 2020. Um, oh fuck! The media first reported that it was for COVID, from COVID, but it turned out it was a heart attack. Which you know, to be honest, if he had waited a couple of months and got the vaccine, it would have been both. Yeah, 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 for sure. COVID and a heart attack at the same time. So for sure, you know, he he was uh, he's a giant black man. They've, there's in in your early sixties, that's basically a death sentence in itself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was huge in real life oh, too, yeah. man. He yep. was huge. And that eye was real. That wasn't like a CGI thing for Friday. Like, that's what he looked like in real I, life. I didn't think CGI, uh, Friday had a CGI budget. Not, be- not a CGI, but sometimes they'll have those uh, contacts or, you know, pieces they can put in. A wonky like, eye contact? Yeah, or maybe he could just do it. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Can you cross just one eye? I know a girl who could. I can't do it. I, I can only do both at the same time. I can't and, do one eye. And I knew a girl who got a lazy eye whenever she was drunk. Well, I've known a couple of those couple of those and that's never a fun thing either it's not they're so hot earlier in the night and then it's just like what are you like Oof. who are you like well hold on is is the lid dropping or is the eye wandering lid oh oh you said the eye was wandering oh, was the less. ones that i that i encountered the it was like a, a, a lazy eye like a droopy eye no this, this was like you're at 10 when i met you and now your earnest goes to hollywood like it just goes to the side just wandering Ooh, away that i could not deal with see that's totally never the eye the eyelid dropping that's just you're drunk yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But the eye, like, losing its Moving? place, that's, yeah. she's got a medical issue. Shout out to Kelly Reed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but that's a, that's a solvable problem. You put a patch on the good eye, and, it, and it, for, this is why you saw kids in grade school wearing a fucking patch on their eyes because they had a lazy eye, and it, it, the tendon that controls the eye movement is underdeveloped. Yep. So you're forced to, like concentrate to fix it on stuff you can fix that problem there's no reason to have a wandering eye into your fucking 20s and 30s maybe you want it so they could plunder in the dark that's why pirates had it what do you think so that's because when they would go below deck they would immediately switch the eye patch because that eye would be adapt the people would already be Mm -hmm. adapted to the dark Mm -hmm. how the fuck do you know that because that's what snipers do as well really yeah I didn't know that. If, if I'm going to go, they actually mocked it in, uh, not mocked it, but well, kind of mocked it in the first Jack Reacher movie. But if you're going to be shooting at night under thermal, especially, or, or, uh, or under night vision, you want to save your eye, right, somehow. Can we get our sniper's okay. mechanical eyes yet? Like, with advances in modern technology, why are we using like a, patches? A, like a, a, a dead shot yeah. situation? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if, if it's a mask that goes on over your head, that'd probably work, too. I don't know that you need to replace people's eyeballs. Nope. Take the eye out, because you could lose the mask. Yeah. Make sure that they're prepared at all times. I think this is a good. I think this chick is a good like money ball buy low situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you can fix that if she was super hot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's a value play. Yeah, hundred percent. No, I I think you're right. Um, There was a there was a a couple girls that I knew though as they got wasted and the the lazy eye kicked in. They would put on a pair of glasses. Um, Do you remember Stuart Scott from ESPN? Yeah. When he had that eye, he would put on the glasses, um, and it. She said it would strengthen the eye and, and it would get better over time or something. I just think it distracts you. That's what I think. Yeah. Listen, when you're around a jugs machine, you just got to keep your head on a swivel. I just. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But speaking about buying low, how do we convince women to get bolt-ons? 
Well, it's not a it's not a convincing. Like if you're going, are you getting married or are you just trying to date them? I mean, if you're going to invest, I figured you'd want to get married, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Although we did have a, a former co-host who was just buying fake tits left and right for girls. Well, you, you know, when you're cash flush. I don't know why you're fucking obfuscating who that is. Everybody knows. We who know that it's Matthew. Yeah. Okay, he bought like four sets of tits for people, and like it was it was fun. That's a great power flex. Like, is it a tax write-off? It is. It is definitely not. Can you but, start a charity and make it a tax write-off? No, I don't think you if can, you but you should. And uh, it was such a power move. Where I was like, "God damn, dude!" Because you're welcoming somebody to a relationship and saying, "You know what? I believe in you." I think this. I'm going to buy a- you a pair of fake tits, and then whatever happens with our relationship afterwards. This was a gift that I gave to you that's going to last forever. You're I waiting. Mean, it's a kind of a gift for both parties, I think. Well, if you it, like when Matt, if, if, if they when they broke up and all that other stuff, obviously he's married, happily married for years now at this point. Uh, he's way, way in the past. But if you break up with him, you know, you got to part with 5K immediately at a minimum. 10. Is that, it is it ten or is it not, five now? It's like is it five a tit? If you go if you go to uh, the right doctor, you're looking at like somewhere between fifty five and seventy five hundred these days. And then the uh, all in, mm-hmm. okay. then the plane ticket too. If you're going overseas, yes. so that you don't have the uh, don't. scars underneath. You go under the under the armpit. Yeah, that's where you. Do they, it. Yeah, they don't. Well, so there's a reason they don't do that in the U S. anymore. Why is that? It's dangerous. Uh, because the type of implant that they put in there, it has uh, texture on it, right? Uh, to keep it from moving around and shit like that. But the texture has been shedding and causing what I think there's a name for it. It's, it's like leak, it's imp, a leakage implant syndrome yeah. or some shit like that. I don't know. <sighs> That's wild. man. Yeah. But wait, like, come on. Can we not get our best doctors on this or our best engineers? Can we not make an implant that helps the body? Like maybe releases some like vitamins over time or something. Uh, I would put Percocet in there, to be honest. Yeah. Or what are you talking, like a Vizzy or something where it's got like I'm antioxidants like and vitamin C? Or... Some B12. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, those patches some girls wear that release vitamins slowly. Yeah. Like vitamins. Yeah. What are you talking about? Is that a real thing? Oh, yeah. Was... Have you seen the, the big ones on the back of girls' arms? I've, I see it a lot mm-hmm. in Austin. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's, but I thought that was for measuring glucose. It's about this size. Like, it's, I mean, it's fucking yeah, huge. Yeah, it's a Bluetooth thing that tracks your blood sugar and shit. Uh, no, there's also vitamin patches that you just throw on. Yeah. Uh, but, but why, and, and like, people just can't take fucking firstform.com you know, slash drinking bros? fast, high-paced lives as single people here in Austin, you don't have time to take your vitamins. Yeah, you, you may want to, if you don't have time to uh, pick up a bottle, pour a couple pills into your hand, and put them in your fucking mouth, you may want to loosen up your schedule That's a little what bit. I'm saying. Like, look at this goddamn thing. It sits next to my computer. This is the Microfactors. I don't even know if they're a sponsor on today's show, but like, for real, it's just a fucking pouch, man, of like eight vitamins, boom, I forget about it the rest of the day. Are people really that lazy that they've got to get something surgically implanted on the back of their arm for vitamins? You respond to that, Ross. Not that. This is know. like this is super simple. Some people, but can't. I don't want something on the back of my arm. Like that's not comfortable to do triceps or mm-hmm. anything. I yeah, and I'm worried. Like when a woman acts up, you got to grab her by the back of the arm sometimes and give her a good fucking squeeze in public. If you can't hit her, if you're in public right. and you can't, because. Whatever's between you and your your woman, that's fine, right? Mm-hmm. In in private, but when somebody sees it, but you don't want to embarrass her in public. You know what I mean? Like discipline happens behind closed doors, but sometimes <laughs> she is acting up in public, and you have to grab the back of her tricep and squeeze the shit out of it. And be like, hey, when you get home, 
you're fucked. You know what I mean? That's, Just that's, let them know. That's what my uh, World War II grandpa used to do, and we used to call it the grandpa grip. It hurt so fucking bad when he did that as a kid, but we all shut the fuck up immediately. It's like a good backhand. Yeah. It's a skill you have to develop to really become a man. It really is, dude. God, See, my. I'm leaning on technology. I just hit her little uh, G-spot vibrator on the Bluetooth whenever she's acting up. No, you're doing it wrong, bud. You're rewarding bad behavior with dopamine. That's that's not going to fucking have the effect that you want it to have. You've got to have a little a, bit of pain first. She's yeah. going to have. She's going to become a bigger bitch. Yep, this explains a lot. You got to have some pain, and then obviously you got to comfort her. And it's the it's the old pimp thing that yeah. Dan always talks about. Yeah, iceberg so, slim. Yeah, imagine yeah. if your dog every time your dog shit in the floor, you gave him a treat. Can't do it, Georgia. That's what you're doing. And you're creating a bad girlfriend, and it's yeah. on you. And I think there's a lot of easy things you can do, right? Like take away simple stuff. Like you have to go to the bathroom outside now. Yeah. For the next week. That, That's it. No actual abuse has happened. No. But you're not going to have a trip to the bathroom inside of my home mm-hmm. while you're behaving this way. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about that vitamin patch, Giorgio, is uh, I'm throwing out the first pitch for the the Marlins-Yankees game tomorrow night. Yeah, you don't want to look like some fucking cripple. What? Yeah, dude. So, wait, so here's the, hear me out on this. So I had to go, I went, I like, this was booked months in advance. I really haven't thought about it until this week because we've been so busy with the hard AF seltzer and all that stuff. And like, um, finally it dawned on me yesterday. I was like, oh, shit. I should probably go warm up. I, I didn't do uh, adult pitch for my kids' league. That was like a year ago, right? Yeah, what is wrong with you? Year. Bob has been here with a glove waiting for a father. I, I, I played catch with Bob months ago, and it's sure over you for did. him. He sure did. But here's, here's the thing. So I think that I'm going off the mound in the rubber, so I had to go to the high school field and actually do it whoa, 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 off whoa, whoa, the mounds. St. James Street, James, don't rubber. fuck with rubbers. That's not, it's not that, brother. This is the this is the one that's in the ground. And here's what I learned. First of all, I can't. You can't lob it in from the rubber. Like I mean, it's sixty feet six inches. You need to. It, need, it needs to be to not loop in. It needs to be about sixty miles per hour. Correct. So that that's what I learned yesterday. Where I was like, all right, so I got to go. You know, three four three quarter toss here, and uh, and and kind of put a little a little zip so that I don't embarrass myself and I don't one hop it. And then also not too much, so I sail it. Mm. And uh, and afterwards, I threw, I don't know, maybe 100 pitches yesterday. Woke up this morning, and I was pretty goddamn sore. I can only imagine if I had a goddamn vitamin patch drilled into the back of my arm. I think I would freak out and just throw the ball into the stands or something. Uh, I like don't that. know that that would make it worse. You don't think so? No, I mean, it depends on what kind of vitamins it was, I guess. But the reason that you're sore is because... Uh, lactic acid gets into your muscles trying to repair fascial tissue that's been torn, right? So the way to address that, by the way, is a supplement called glutamate. Okay. And it and it is. Do I have uh, enough time to inject that before tomorrow? You don't need to inject it. Just fucking <laughs> go to go to a store. I actually, it, there might be some. First form. There might be some in that. I don't okay. know if. So you might be okay, anyways. But but it helps. Um, uh, 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 I guess speed up muscle recovery is a good way to put that. And it also helps uh, prevent something called domes or delayed onset muscles. I thought it was soreness. doms. Okay, yeah, I like doms and subs domes. a lot. Um, but with that, Giorgio, I'm worried. Like the the pressure started to kick in because my children are going to be there. So if I beef this pitch in front of my children, this is the one memory they'll have of their yeah, father. They'll never forget this. No, it's better to over than under throw. Frankly, is it? 
Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, especially yep. at, so the Marlins, they have all those people behind. If you fucking drill somebody, at least you're like, eh, you know. The comedy of it. Yeah. And which is nice. there's people everywhere, but they, they fucked me. They oh, fucked with me. the thing? Yeah. Because yeah. it was like a girl. It was some fucking uh, girl after me, I think. Uh, or maybe, no, it was some girl after me, and it was like a 10-year-old before me. Yeah, yeah. So they child. brought out the goddamn mascot <laughs> right, with the right. biggest glove of all time. I'm like, this is embarrassing. Damn, then we got some sponsors that put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, GhostBed.com forward slash drinking bros. Do I need to say it? Huh? Do I? You know the first thing out of my mouth today with GhostBed. It's the same thing every day for months now at this point. I think their IT department has uh, perished. They were in Ocean Gates. Uh, perhaps they were on that sub and they're all dead now. I don't care. But the 50% off the bundle package is still there. RIP if those guys are dead. Take advantage of it. I don't, that's, that's their problem, not ours. All right? You're getting 50% off the adjustable base and the mattress combined together right now. I would say for a limited time, but I'm not sure. If those guys have indeed perished and lost their lives, they may never update the website. Who knows? I know everybody's getting the goddamn things because I, I see the pictures of them and everybody's like, oh my God, I love this. I've heard this show for years and you weren't lying. No, I'm not going to lie to you about a mattress. It's too fucking expensive, dude. Especially a good one like Ghostbed. Now, yes, they're giving you 50% off and all that shit and it's a great deal, but... I could never lie about a mattress because if it sucks, you would hate us. You would hate the fucking show and you'd hate me. You probably hate me already. Let's just be a little more on top of it. I don't want to go there with you today, okay? I don't want to do that. So I'm not going to lie. It's a great deal and you need to do it. Now, if you want anything else in the entire store, like just the mattress or the pillows or the sheets or a mattress for the RVs, it's 40% off with the promo code Bros at checkout. It is a lovely, lovely thing over there, Okay. So go and take advantage of it and uh, load up the carts. They're forced to give it to you. 40% off everything in the entire store. When you check out, you're going to see a three-year pay-as-you-go program. No interest as long as you have decent credit over there. And all the deals that I mentioned are applicable with that. So guess what? Stretch it out over three years and fuck them even harder if you want. That's cheap. You can get a brand-new bedroom set for 25 bucks a month. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. And take advantage of the IT department, who was clearly uh, was on the Ocean Gate thing. Next up, we got BubsNaturals.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off. Collagen protein, MCT oil powder. Take it every morning. If you're, if you're over the age of 20, I don't know, five, six years old, you're taking this every day. You're putting a couple scoops in. Put it in your coffee. It's a great, that MCT oil, great functional coffee creamer. Put a couple scoops in there. I'm good to go. Skin is, is healthy, shiny. It's nice. Uh, MCT oil that's uh, it's keto-friendly as well, vegan if you're fucking into that. Uh, it's great for mental focus and energy just to start the fucking day, dude. Get the engines going. Uh, collagen makes your skin look great, dude. Makes you look younger. Everybody always asks, they're like, how do you always look 33? It's this. It's the collagen protein. It's the best on the planet, dude. 20 grams of protein per serving, seven essential amino acids, one single ingredient, dude, and that's fun. That's the ingredient. It's fun. So with Bubs Naturals, uh, the deal is this, man. It's a tribute to former Navy SEAL Glenn Bub Doherty. 
Uh, obviously, he was the guy, uh, one of the guys that laid down his life saving uh, Americans in Benghazi. Glenn's call sign in the Navy was Bub. This company was named after him. Uh, and Glenn, Bub Doherty, stood for self-improvement and was always helping others. That DNA is woven into the Bub's brand. Bub's donates 10% of all profits to charity in Glenn's honor, starting with the Glenn Doherty Memorial Foundation. And on Veterans Day, 100% of the proceeds go to the Glenn Doherty Foundation. Go to bubsnaturals.com and use the promo code Bros for 20% off. Again, that is bubsnaturals.com. Promo code Bros gets you 20% off there. Uh, support a company that helps veterans. Also, don't sleep on their uh, Apple vinegar gummies i take two of those in the morning as well big fan of those and uh those are just my house go to bubsnaturals.com use that promo code drinking bros for 20 percent off well here's the thing so i was thinking about that and now because the pressure's on i was like shit i kind of wish that mascot was out there because it would be easier <laughs> simply because it's in front of the kids i should have gassed him up oh if you if you threw a just an, a, a sharp 90 mm-hmm. low and away at billy the marlin and, and took him out that would have been amazing or just throw a fucking uh, uh a sweeper mm-hmm. and he's trying to track it you can't see anything <laughs> on your periphery in those masks and those in those costumes it would just hit him right in the forehead because you know this has happened to me right I, i've choked in public at a at a major sporting event i'm not sure if i told this story here or, or on ross patterson revolution but uh uh, when I was, I think, 13, 12 or 13 years old, I went with my dad who will be uh, at this game with me uh, tomorrow. Um, we got to shoot a free throw like kids, like the, the first 20 kids, like under you know 12 or 13, whatever the fuck it was, got to shoot a free throw at halftime. And it was against the Chicago Bulls. So it was Dominique Wilkins. Michael Jordan was on the floor. Like, everybody was there. Like, it was the glory days, right? Stacey Ogman. Oh, all, dude. Shit. Doc Rivers. Uh, remember the midget we had? Wait, Doc Rivers. Lenny Wilkins. Yeah. Doc, Doc Rivers was uh, our point guard. Um, God, who was the midget? Spud Webb? Spud Webb, yeah. All those guys. Michael <laughs> Jordan. I mean, it was, it was the height of them. And I looked over at Michael Jordan and Dominique Wilkins, and I shot this free throw at halftime with everybody watching. I was a really good basketball player as a kid, and I got so nervous that I fucking bricked it, mm. but bricked it bad. Like, it went off the backboard. Mm. It wasn't like, oh, you hit the front of the rim, and it barely just didn't go in. I mean, I brick this fucking shot bad. You know what the funny thing about that is? Even uh, despite your age and poor performance, you still had a shot to bank Scotty Pippen's wife that day. No. Like, 100%. Yeah would have had a shot so and i didn't know but fuck that up too but but i also thought about that of like well what if i made the free throw then maybe i could have had sex with her but you're definitely not having sex with somebody who can't hit a fucking free throw uh and it was to win a boom box which at the time shit 300 dollars value whatever it was i was like damn it man and instead when i missed they handed me some janky fucking t-shirt like this like mm-hmm. oh and the cheer it was the cheerleader too it was a hot ass cheerleader and she was just like oh here you go big guy could okay, you feel sweetie. could you feel how dry her pussy was in that moment oh all of you it, can dude. tell like you all can't feel it physically but you can tell mentally yeah, yeah. I, the shame and then i had to, we didn't have a lot of money growing up so like i had to walk back i was we in the upper deck and you know my god bless my dad he was kind enough to uh, let me see Michael Jordan in real life, which was fucking impossible at the time. And uh, but I had to climb by myself back up into the fucking nosebleeds, and uh, and I sat next to my dad, 
And it was just, you know, it was the old, nice try, son, you know, it was a thing, you know, it was just, at that point, I was in my head all the way home, and it just fucked me. That's probably where it all started going downhill for you. No, that, shit that, picked up after th- that. This was, this is, how old were you at the time? Uh, 12 or 13 years old. So this is like 1960. Nope, nope. It was uh, 2004, I think, uh, 2005, somewhere in there. Uh, not real sure, not good at math, never have been, but uh, no, I think, what was that, fucking late 80s, early 90s, something like that. Mm. Um, but uh, I think after that, when I really got full confidence in all the shit that I was doing, I think I was like 15, 16 years old. Uh, so I think that helped. I think that failure helped with the rest of everything else where I was like, oh, shit. If you want dope things in life, you've got to perform at the highest level when it's on the line. Yeah, one, some of those uh, events turned me against team sports as I got older. Really? Because I cared more than everybody else did. So I, Oh, same. Yeah, 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 I think, yeah, I think if I – like when I was in Little League Baseball – up through like American Legion in high school, I fucking that all I cared about was beating people mm-hmm. and dominating, like winning, but beat like dominating people. And everybody else is just kind of there to to get sun, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, that's how it felt, anyways. Um, I think if I'd played an individual sport, I probably would have continued uh, into college. But just like I was, I was good enough to play baseball in college, but it just I don't know. I got really turned off. By how disinterested everybody else around me was. Yeah, I, I think that's why I like writing so much because it's just me. And I, if I fuck up, I have nobody to blame but myself. But when there's other people involved, especially, fuck man, directing movies and shit, like and, and producing it, when there's 60 people that you're in charge of and mm-hmm. you know that like <clears throat> 45 of them don't really care about the project and they're yeah. just there for the money and they hate that they're working 14 hours a day, even though it is production, that's your fucking job, anyways. I get it, man. Uh, it's one of those things where you're like, God damn, you can't make everyone else care about your shit. Same with the company. You can't make anybody else care about it but the owners of the company, no matter how hard you try at the end of the day. Uh, so I totally understand that that logic, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just, the whole thing turned me off. I and, watched- it, and it started when I was 12. It was the championship game for... Um, uh, uh, in my little league, whatever senior league, I guess it's mm-hmm. called, or whatever the fuck. I don't know what they're called. I think it's the last level of like the go to, going to the little league it's World majors. Series. It's, it's, yeah. 12, it's yeah. 12 years. Yeah, yep. it's, it's that group. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, I mean, I'm clearly the best player in the league. I hit home runs all the time. I, sh- I, I think I had, um, I pitched like 48 innings that season, including the playoffs, and had like a, a 100 and 20 strikeouts or some shit like that. Jesus Christ. And I struck out every – I mean, but it's like they're kids. Yeah. And if you throw fast, people can't catch up. It's the way it is. But um, we lost – I pitched one game, and then, you know, they have these gay rules where you can't pitch again. So I'm uh, catching that game, and the pitcher is just stinking, pissing me <laughs> off. And I'm I'm having like a fucking rage stroke. And then, you know, we we end up losing the game. And everybody's like, oh, cool, summertime. It's the summer now. This is like the last organized thing I need to do for the rest of the year uh-huh. until school starts again. And I'm sitting on the bench. Uh, if I if the if the bats were wood, I would have been smashing them into the fence, trying to break them. <laughs> Just like rage tears going down my face, and people trying to talk to me like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Fuck you." My dad's not happy about that. Uh, 
but yeah, I was I cared too much about it. I think. I, it, so the, you've always been like this since that age. Um, I was always like this forever. But when I'm when I was competing, I want to win. Like if I if I compete, I want to win. But I got I, I just became disinterested in that kind of competition that where I had to rely on other people. Oh yeah, so, yeah. I understand it. I watched that tennis doc on Netflix. Um, I was about to say, that's why tennis players are insane. Yes. Yeah, I, would, I mean, I should have played tennis, to be honest. It, it, but you can't be a cool dude in, in school and play tennis. That's gay as fuck. Yeah, man. you can't, man. It's like, what, are you going to turn that racket around and jam it up your asshole bag? Just trying to play tennis, dude. Can you leave me alone? <laughs> God damn. But when I watched that doc, Bob, I thought to myself, because there were certain people in it who had problems staying in hotels every night and then just going to training and then going back to the hotels and the thing, whatever. I like that regimen a lot. Um, obviously, I don't think it works out when you're married and have kids right. traveling around the world and doing anything would be impossible. But as a single dude, it, just in, in particular writing, it was very focused like that. You're in the same spot. You're doing the same thing every day over and over and over again. And I like the regimen of it. So when I watched it, you could see why certain people were better than others is because they they just couldn't get into that mentality of you, like yeah you need like the not even the mental strength for it it's almost like a genetic disposition to be able to just like live that life yeah like it's almost something you, uh, you can't learn that's why a lot of them have like like there's some like Naomi, Naomi Osaka that go way too far with it but that's why a ton of them have mental breakdowns that's why they go fucking bananas on the court because they have no one to blame but themselves yeah like yeah. curios you know mm -hmm. what I mean they're just like God. Fucking damn it. I hated him after watching that doc, by the way. I loved watching him on television. And then once I got to the end of that, I, I hated him. Yeah, he's a bitch. He's an awful human being. He sucks. So that was it was fun to watch, but I didn't know any of his real life or backstory. And then once I saw that, I was just like, you're just a fucking asshole uh, for no reason. But I think that's the, the other reason why I appreciate golf so much is uh, it's just one person out there. Same travel schedule. It's just you. If you fuck it up, I mean, sure you have a caddy, but they're not the ones swinging the goddamn clubs. And it's it's very difficult to stay in it mentally that long over and over and over again, week in and week out. I, I'm gonna start playing golf. Are you just as a way to release rage? You should because right, right, right now it's mostly driving. Company golf competition. I have fun driving. People think that I'm losing my mind when I'm driving, but it's like it's super fun for me. Just to fucking, I drive like a New Yorker, like honking the horn. Yes, Fuck dude. you. Yeah, I always say you're going to get us killed. No, but I'm the one that does the killing. You understand that? Right? I know, but there's cities we go to where you don't have a gun on you. You don't need a like, gun to kill somebody. Yeah, but everybody else has got one. Nah, you know, most people don't. <laughs> Seriously, it's only like 40 million gun owners in the in the country is it really yeah okay it's not that much <clears throat> uh anyways yeah i i that's that's my outlet and it's um i didn't know that it's one of the ways that i keep my mind sharp about um like insults and stuff like i try to think of i try to make myself laugh i try to say crazy things um I mean, and you only have a split second to determine the, the type of car it is the action that they performed and then the, I guess, the biographical information about the human being. Yeah. Little Asian lady, black dude, uh, fat white guy, yeah. whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I have to tailor a response to that just in the moment. I think that's a good exercise for me. It's like for mental elasticity. My wife and I play Jeopardy every night. That's, that's the way to keep it sharp for us. I can't deal with all those nerds, man, honestly. I, just, I like going up against the nerds. 
That way, all right, I'm in it or not in it. I also know the categories that I'm shitty at. Uh, so if those pop up, I'm fucked. I, the categories that I that they don't really do ones that I like. Theology can't do it. Oh yeah, that one's easy. Ancient Rome, for whatever reason, man, everybody fucking loves ancient goddamn Rome, and that's always a fucking. Well, category. it's kind of like the the birthplace of Western civilization. The the, the Greeks certainly uh, loaned out most of their philosophy for it, but the Romans are the ones that actually built civilization. Put respect in the Greek name. Yeah. Uh, no. So. By the way, hey, Georgia, that was the next one. Greek mythology, know nothing about it. I don't care anything about it. Yes, I don't give a shit about any of that. You clearly Um, know that. Well, it's all fake, though, right? All of it's fake. Like, literally all of it is fake. So Zeus isn't made up? Like, he could throw lightning? He could throw lightning. Uh, I mean, the lightning, don't let the lightning (laughs) stuff distract you from, like, he put his penis in everything. Yeah. So he was a real person? Most of Greek mythology... No, he wasn't a real person. Most of Greek mythology is about Zeus getting whores pregnant on Earth. Like, yeah. Whores, goats. To make demigods. But yeah. it wasn't based off of a real person well, or anything, see, right? The I word just, I myth agree. is in mythology. Yes. yes. I got, yeah, but I, is it based on like a buddy where it was just like whoever the writer was of like, man, I knew this guy who looked like Zeus. He used to fuck all these girls and then kind of just electrocute people. I don't think there was writers back then. Is God yes, real? there was. No, they're dual threats. You were writer, actor. It's their God. It. Is God real? Oh, it's their God. I got you. Okay. Well, well that, he was a God. That makes sense. But there's the still got to be one guy who got high or saw Zeus or whatever to want to write about it. I mean, it's so... Um, the Greek and Roman gods are essentially effigies for the different principles that people have mm-hmm. both good and bad right that's all it is like but it, Z- zeus is the dad and hades is the devil it's like the angel devil on your shoulder shit then there's the god of gods of war there's gods of prosperity there's all this bullshit yeah but but when you say zeus all of us can picture what zeus looks like in our minds right now yeah he's the real white god right forget about jesus oh the, whoever made zeus whoever that guy was who who drew zeus that's what they should have done to Jesus in all these places. That would have been rad. No, they did. No, Je- uh, but a, a like a ripped up, mm. jacked Jesus. Like if you show a picture of mm. Zeus, put a I mean, put a, a, a loincloth on that motherfucker and put him in Jerusalem, and like that's nobody's fucking with Jesus if he looked like Zeus. I think Jesus was probably pretty fit. He was, but For- he but. Like Jared Leto fit. No, no, fits. no. I don't think so. He was a carpenter. Why would he be that then? I mean, he, he he did starve himself a lot. I he's guess carrying heavy shit. Yeah, but it so was uh, Harrison Ford, dude. He was a carpenter. No, it's he's not more, a big body. He's more Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, that's what I that's what I picture him. Or uh, Brad Pitt Fight Club. That's how I picture my Jesus. Thin, still still jacked, but because of the body structure. I like to picture mine ripping off the tuxedo t shirt. <laughs> But Bob, do you have a picture of Zeus? Someone had to have sat there and said, all right, this reminds me of a buddy or something. You're not just drawing that out of random. It's based on somebody. I'm sure it's probably based on whomever the king was at the time, like Romulus for the Romans, or I don't know who was in charge of the Greeks, who established the Greek colony. Don't even fucking show me Russell Crowe, you fucking... Oh, God, dude. No, go ahead, actually. This was the worst casting choice in movie history. This you wonder why Thor fucking tanked? That's it right there. You wanted Zeus. Here's Russell yep, Crowe. Nope, nope. It was a terrible choice for Zeus. And they fucked him, by the way. They put a little tiny suit on him. He was squeezing out of that thing for no reason. Yeah, they could have so built him a bigger suit. The first recorded mentions of Zeus and the other gods are from uh, from Homer and Hesiod. So 
writers. Yeah. Okay. So th- then that makes sense to me. Yeah. Homer was a little bitch who got distracted by the pussy, a.k.a. the sirens. Is that Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Yeah. Did this ever come out? No, it didn't come out. This is not a real movie. It was a commercial for like the Super Bowl or something. It was. Mm. Show me the, the real old school Zeus, though. I don't want to see these imaginations. Well, you know there's not a these, fucking... Or the recreation. You know there's not like a Polaroid of Zeus, right? <laughs> Somebody drew him, though, initially, and that was the image. I mean, you're not going to be... I mean, not... I, the, the one that I have in my mind right now is the steroid Zeus. Did the Iliad or the Odyssey have pictures in them? Like no. drawings? I don't think so. They didn't. They didn't have pictures of them. I mean, they had statues. There, there we go, statues. Somebody college? did this. Bob. I think they just sculpted what they think an ideal man is because it's an effigy to a god. And right? that's dope. Like, that's the sweet one right there. Uh, are there any statues of Jesus with his shirt Is he off? holding a dick in that one, by the way? Look in his left hand. Pull, no, it's not a dick. What is it? Uh, it it's, it's definitely a not a dick. It's like reeds or something. Come on, man. Like the way they shape the head of it. Look, that looks like it's the fucking the top talking, of a dick, It's the dude. talking stick. Yeah. He's clearly... Pull up David. Gordon. Pull up David. I want to see what David's torso looks like. David's got a really small cock. Yeah, and I think they not, fucked him. That's not the... Uh, no, because we talked about this the other day. A big cock was a sign of, oh, that's of right. poverty back in the day. That's right. Um, I just want to see what his fucking abs and pecs look like here. Probably a good 6-7% body fat. Let's see this. Let's see this fucking thing. Yeah. yeah that, that, to be honest... Looks a bit more functionally fit than Zeus did. Yeah, it right? looks like uh, Giorgio without his shirt on right there. It's a good body. It's it looks, a, like, it's it looks like Gordon Ryan peak steroid. And then he's got like. Delco's legs. So, yeah, I mean, that's a you good think, fit. I think Delco's got bigger legs. Eh. Delco Quadzilla? I don't think you could ask him. He's not going to give me an honest answer. Though. I mean, if he stood up wearing those four-inch Lululemon shorts he wears every day. Delco versus David in this pick. Who do you got? I think they're both topping. Or switch. Oh, is that what we're talking about? No. Uh, no, I mean, but it would be fun to watch. Because, uh, look, it, you remember Thor, Love, and Thunder, right? Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe's. They, they, all the gods just show up and bang each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. their whole fucking thing. So do you think? No, only because of his quads. Like a, a bottom, you're not going to have quads like that. He's have probably you ever heard of a power bottom? No, dude, I don't think... Do you do... Like, do you blast it out for that? Like, what's the rules? And then you switch it to reverse cowboy, which is right. basically freeweight squats. I, exactly. So what's the rules on that? Um, as a bottom, do you want a bottom that's you want real that. muscular? Or do you just I want mean, something... he's not bottoming, what a waste. Wow, look at that ass. Look at that. And yeah, I'm, I'm aware that's a dude, by the way. I'm aware that's a dude. Girls in Austin don't have asses like that. Eh. They, they do the hiking thing all the time. He's in like mid like bounce. Like I'm sure that ass went up and down as he walked. You know what I mean? Left, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Some extra muscles on the outside of that cheek there, that left cheek. I don't even know what you would call that. That's, that, that's, that the, that's the gripper 5,000. Yeah, that's nice right there. That's nice. Yeah, but I'm not sure that how that works in the gay community, whether or not you want a really muscular bottom. We need a gay drinking bro so we can ask a We gay had guy. one on the show, what? Three years ago when we first moved here. Like two years, yeah. Yeah. Um, when we first moved here, I did not ask him that question, though. Fuck, now I'm super curious. Like, it's a waste. What, what we do need, you we want? We need to bring back Ask a Gay Guy from Chappelle Show. Yeah, I would imagine. But or, or is it just like dudes, like us, like straight dudes, where it's like, yeah, we want a great ass no matter what? If you're gay, do you want hair or hairless? I think you always want hairless on both guys and girls. 
Has anybody ever been attracted to somebody who's super hairy? I think women sometimes like the mountain man chest situation, but I don't know that they... That I'll, I'll agree on, but the ass, like a really hairy ass, I, I couldn't imagine a girl's going to be like, yeah, that's something I want to squeeze on to. Um, probably not. I, I don't know... Uh, do women care about the way a dude's ass looks? I mean, in, in jeans or something, sure, as a sign of physical power. But if but you I'm take sure. off all your clothes and there's you're just standing there with this huge hairy ass, mm-hmm. like hair on it, covering and it. She's just rubbing it, kind of getting the fingers in the hair a little oh, bit, almost like she's on your, like, God, scratching your head. Damn it, dude. Like, that's not fun. That, I, I couldn't imagine that would be a fun thing for a lot of girls. All right, what's worse, that or she's on top riding you and then she's kind of like playing with your back hair? Mm, I don't know. I, we did a, a commercial shoot with Lasro Lopez the other day. Uh, actually, Joel, hop on back here real quick because you shot that thing. So I made him fuck this ghost bed. And, and it'll be a, an ad that, that runs on this program here. And you'll get to see it. At a certain point, though, Joel, because he had a, a, a huge amount of back hair like in a patch. You could tell it went down. It sure did. He's got a hairy fucking and ass. And you had to, because I walked out of the room while you, sh- while you filmed the rest of it, because he was really thrusting towards the end. I feel like I was making a porno, Ross. It sure was, did. Yeah. And you were, you were in there, and I was like, oh, man. I wonder what's underneath those thigh huggers. As the director, you just left mid-shoot? I, I, I almost threw so up. So unprofessional. I almost threw up. Ross. It was the last Ross shot of the Patterson. day. It was the last shot of the day. You lay in the bed. Literally, in this case, you make. All right. It, he was getting hot. It was sweaty in there. Like he's starting to sweat. I'm starting to smell Heard him. The script. It said get sweaty. It did, and I fucking I at the last take I had to walk out of there. I, I was like it was starting to get in my nostrils, uh, and Joel I, had to turn away. Even Joel, don't walk out of here, Joel. You turned away too. This is you how like, you know Ugh. you're making magic, Ross. This is art, Fuck, dude. Sack up. But with that, all I kept thinking on the drive home was, all right. So if that trails down to the rest of it what is a girl gonna say you pull down your pants you got a huge hairy ass like that uh that's what a man looks like do you have a hairy ass not really but i don't have a, i don't have one hair on my ass nothing <clears throat> i don't have really hair in my body though so i don't really have to deal with it i had one buddy who did mm-hmm. and he waxed it because he was like dude girls fucking hate it so he waxed his ass i i don't think that's true did he wax the hole uh no he ended up getting lasered though over the years i know that uh not the hole itself i think the hole itself you're fine you know, unless you're really into ass play, then... Well, now we're talking about function, though, right? Like, what if you never had a dingleberry again? It'd be great, but Why well, then... I don't get those, because well, you... I use a fucking bidet, like a like an adult. Like a Frenchman? No. Yeah, no, like no. a little tiny Frenchman. Like everybody on Earth except for America, who for some reason decided to wad up paper and smear shit around their assholes. So you, I mean... In it's India, the dumbest we... shit of all time. It doesn't make any sense. So it's you take expensive. the hand in India, right, and just dip it in the water? The is that what they do? That's not true. Is that's not true? Is it? Uh, it it is. It is becoming less and less true as time goes on. But it has been true for a very long time. God damn! Yeah, and you only use the left because you eat with the right. Put your hand in the dookie bucket. No, you put your no. Hand. You they. It's just a hole in the fuck. It's like a shack. It looks like kind of like an outhouse. This is the case throughout the Middle East. Uh, a lot of places have regular indoor plumbing now, but in the places that have this style, it's basically like an outhouse style shack. And there's something that looks like a buried toilet in the ground. Uh-huh. So it looks like the rim of an oval-shaped toilet, kind of, uh-huh. but it's just a hole in the ground. And you squat over it, Haji squat over it, shit, and you fucking splash water up in your ass with a fucking water bottle or something to move on with your day. No, so there's no wiping whatsoever. <clears throat> no, they use the water. 
no, I understand to wipe that. their ass out with their left hand. But but it's still wet. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's what do you 150 dry it fucking degrees, dude. You know, Iran yesterday, the heat index in Iran was 158 degrees Holy Fahrenheit. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So that's what dries it off. Friction and the goddamn desert. Yeah, so here's an example. So this is not oh. a bidet. This is just to clean your hand with or to shoot yourself with. It's, it's, you, sh- you, it's, uh, sh- you can shoot it up your asshole, too. This is actually a lot of people who went to Qatar for the World Cup were like, whoa, they don't have a bidet. They just have like a shower hose. You just pop under and fucking rinse off with. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, to be honest, you've got a little bit more range of motion with that thing. Yeah, you do. I, I think that's the way to go. And if you get attacked while you're taking a shit, you've got a weapon now. Bang, bang. Just I, a, at least enough to fucking startle them for a moment so you get off it, your fucking. I still, need a to, I still need a towel to dry with, though. I'm still going to need a washcloth. Yeah, there is a washcloth to dry with. Oh, all right. And then there's a little basket next to it that you put the washcloth in, typically. Okay. Now, can you turn the head to change the stream, you know, like the garden hose? Uh, there's a, there's, well, so for mine, it's digital. There's, there's a remote right there next to it where I can move Okay, stuff New around. World Order. Whatever. I so I had one. We used to have a sponsor on the one of these shows that uh, was a bidet, and it was attached to the old toilet. And then when we moved, uh, the the guy asked for it. He was like, "Hey, can you leave it?" And I was like, "I mean, I guess uh, shit, dude." I, I mean, how else you gonna clean up after gay sex? He wasn't gay. The guy who bought the house. You but, sure? Well, that's, uh, no, I I don't I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, and I'm I'm not gonna guess anymore. I feel that I'm out of guesses. You're growing, Ross, and I appreciate that. With all this shit, man. Because we talked about uh, what's-his-nuts coming out as pansexual. Yeah, there's a story. We're going we're gonna to do that on fake news. Yeah, so, so I, it's, 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 it's one of these things where, dude, I, it, as the days go by, I'm less and less shocked by all of this other shit. Three more dancers, too, by the way, came out against Lizzo this morning. There's clearly something there with with all of her fucking bullshit that's going on. And, uh, yeah, I I find myself less and less shocked as the the days go by. Shit, even before we went on air, they found out the guy that got blown away by uh, the FBI for threatening Biden and those guys. Mm -hmm. You said he was 75 years old? Yeah, 75-year-old Air Force vet. What the fuck, dude? That's bizarre. He could have just fought I mean, he was a crazy person. You can't just, like, no no matter how you feel about anything, you can't just... You know, no, I understand go on that. Facebook and say I'm I'm, totally I'm polishing up the the glass on my M24 sniper rifle, but because the president's coming to town, that's not something you can just say. Is that without, what he said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ! So you can't just say that without you know there being some kind of consequence. Although um, typically they would call you and say, "Hey, uh, the, the, the process for that is to call the dude and be like, "Hey, uh, are you crazy or what's going on here?" And then you do a site visit. You know, you don't just show up to his house with a SWAT team. Okay. Typically, unless you're an agent of the state trying to execute somebody, that's what happened. But we'll yeah, watch fake news. Sure, for sure. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's wild, man. That's fucking wild. Yeah, but as the as we keep going on in this weird fucking world, you know, we're inching closer to this election and everything else. Every day I wake up, whatever whatever weird story pops up, I'm just not surprised anymore where i'm like all right well i guess this is a fucking thing today and let's see what happens with it um across the board with all this shit homeboy waking up getting shot in his house um fucking all these goddamn wildfires in in maui i guess i like this i'd never heard of and all of a sudden they just got on the news this morning like "Eh, 36 people are dead congratulations and i was like what in maui how Mm -hmm. how is there a fucking wildfire in maui have you been there uh, I mean, it, no, I've not, but it seems like it would be human enough to keep that from happening, right? 
humid oh. as fuck. Yes. And it rains every day. Yeah. Every day. For so not I, long, but like you get you get like a afternoon like uh sunburst or whatever the fuck they call it, sun shower like yeah. every day. Yeah, so I don't mm. I don't understand this. Mm. I'll dig more into it, but there's a bunch of homeless encampments. Oh, is there really? It's not about the fire starting, it's about how can it spread so far. How did they get how did the homeless get over there, over to Hawaii? Uh actually California sent them over. Shut the fuck up. Like decades ago. I didn't know that. And so now, look, if you're homeless, what a great place to live, right? Hawaii? Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I, shit. Hawaii or San Diego for me is where I'd end up, I think. San Diego's paradise. It really is. It really is. I wish they didn't fuck up that state. Dude. All of California is, is beautiful. San Francisco used to be as well. Uh, but they trashed it. I did not know about the fucking homeless people shipped to Maui. When I was on my honeymoon, I would drive by this prison on Kauai every day and just be. And I honestly, I always thought like, is it a real prison? Yeah. And I'd always honestly be like, it's not a bad, uh, uh, not bad, not bad. Pop it up here. Let's see. You got a pick of this thing? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't very big. I mean, Kauai is not a big island, but like. Oh, you know? shit. Yeah. If I had to go away for something, for sure. That's not bad at all. Pop up the bunks, Bob. There's another picture. Oh, they got bunk beds? Right here. Are they outside or inside? This is nicer than all the summer camps I ever went to. Yeah, let's see this fucking thing. Look at this. Bro. Wow. Dan, was this nicer than your barracks? No. It's about the same. Okay. Um, the floor looks a little better in our barracks room. I mean, that's that's one of the things you do when you're in basic training is um, <clears throat> there's a kill zone in the middle. It's like a big rectangle and then there's a logo in there and you have to keep it polished all the time and not walk on it otherwise you get scuffed up but um the barracks i ended up living in later on when i got to the 82nd we had modular newer ones for a while they were kind of it was like basically living in a fucking trailer to mm -hmm. be honest um but then the other barracks the the old barracks uh were fucked I oh mean, really? that's the ones you've seen on the news with all the black mold and shit in it yeah that i lived in those for a little bit how is it sleeping with that many people over and over again? I did it a few times in the it, fraternity. It, it wasn't. It, it was. There were smaller rooms. I mean, in basic training, you're in a room with fucking I don't know, eighty people, maybe Shit. something like that, or forty. I don't know how many it fucking was. Um, let's see. Let's see. Yeah, probably eighty people. It's like bunk beds. 20 on each side of the room, so probably around 80 people. So I did it. It was like I don't know, maybe 10 people. So like five bunk beds or seven bunk beds spread across. When people started snoring and shit, like I, because I can't sleep very well at all. Super oh, light sleeper. Same, yeah. How did you not lose your fucking mind with all of those people? Part of the part of the point of basic training is to make you lose your mind. <laughs> so not only is it that, but it's like um, you have the to look. Do... He just gave me for the audio listeners. By the way, it was you just shot fucking daggers through. That me. was the worst part of basic training is being in a big ass room with all those other cunts. Um, God, I would hate it. Yeah, it was terrible. It's like uh, not not just the fact that you get very little sleep in basic training to begin with, but it's interrupted constantly by other people doing stupid shit, and then you get woken up for fire watch probably every other night. Um, for how and, long? And, and it's meant uh, is six weeks, eight weeks? No, no, no. Uh, Thirteen, I think. Holy yeah. shit! And then it's like. Uh, it's kind of designed that way intentionally, though, to fuck you up. Of course, yeah. So, yeah. What are you going to do? It, was, it wasn't that bad. Now, would you it rather... It was just irritating. It wasn't bad. You would you would, rather be in a room with this group of fine individuals right here? Uh, no, because everybody in that back row has got sleep apnea, and you can tell. Uh, Mahalo. Mahalo. Is that the real prisoners in there? Yeah. 
Holy fucking shit. They look happy. They're having a good time. It doesn't look like there's that many people that are threatening. Is is, is the old old boy in that wheelchair? What, what's what's wrong with him? He's not in a wheelchair. He's sitting down in a regular Zoom chair. Zoom in on his face, dude. It looks like he's frozen in time. Oh, he's doing a hang loose thing. Look yeah. at that, dude. Mahalo, everyone. I'm just saying, if you had to go to a prison. That's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm with you. That, that, that kind of looks like a... A ragtag comedy from the late right. 80s right but there. It was literally like every day because it's not a big island and it's basically like one road take you, takes you around. And I was just like, oh, there's the prison again. I'm like, oh, they're outside today. That's fun. How many, Bob, how many people do you think it was? Uh, I have no idea. Like 100 maybe, 120. Fuck. Why doesn't I, anybody ask? Ship me that Hawaii prison. Have you, you ever know? seen Sweden's prisons? Yeah. Oh, I heard they're nice. really nice. I saw that Atlanta it's in a, episode. It's, a, it's an apartment. That's what I heard. It's dude. a, it's like a fucking. It's not even a studio. It is a multi-room apartment. It's nicer than every dorm room on every college campus in America. So yeah, that, except for I mean, yeah, probably including Ivy League places, unless they they've had recent those upgrades. Those are the worst. They don't like really don't update their buildings. <clears throat> Let's see it, Bob. Do you have a pick of it? Because I, I I watched that Atlanta episode and Homeboy just didn't want to leave. Is that it? You got to be kidding me. That that's looks like a, my dorm at Ohio State. That's actually a smaller one. That's probably in the hinterland of Sweden somewhere. In the cities, it's like a full-on uh, like 800-square-foot room. Do they just not have enough criminals over there? No, they have got, all this space? They have plenty of criminals, but when you get arrested for something in Sweden, they fucking make you go to school and learn a trade. Really? Yeah. I mean, that's one... I that's not like bad. That. That's actually not bad. No, like, no, it's way smarter. Like, yeah. dude, we, have, we have high levels of recidivism because we've created a culture that... It's it's part of culture to be in prison, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's just one of the risks. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue doing my criminal activity, and if I go to jail, I'll go to jail, right? Yeah. But in because there's the the people that think that way feel like they have no option other than that. But Sweden, and it's the same way they handle unemployment. By the way, there's so you know how in the U.S. I think you depending on how long your previous job was or your entire work history. You can get some somewhere between twenty and forty five weeks of unemployment if you're unemployed. Okay. Recently, uh, and then during COVID they extended it to like two years or some shit like that. But <clears throat> uh, Sweden doesn't have that. They don't have a, a limit. Like you're unemployed, you get unemployment insurance as long as you're unemployed. But the, the there are uh, nonprofits and state organizations that retrain you for new jobs and and then find you a job afterwards. So that you become a productive member of society. Again. Interesting. Uh, I mean, that's a great way to look at it, and that's probably how it should be. Do you think our system's so fucked over here because of how many people are there and the over? I mean, we always hear about overcrowding uh, all the time in prisons that they just can't do it or they just won't do it. Um, they well, see, we privatized most of our prisons. Oh, you're right. You know? So, Fuck. The, and then yeah. the, the state or the federal government has a contract with a privately owned prison to keep a certain number of beds filled. And the budget for mm-hmm. teaching everybody a trade would be high, and then you're going well, to add money. Well, to the they budget. do that. We like That's, the slave labor too. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we do. There, there are plenty of opportunities in prison to become educated. But it, it isn't like like when you go to try to get a job in computer science in Sweden after getting a, a CS degree uh, and during your time in in, in jail, uh, you you get the job here in America. If you apply to fucking like. Google or some shit, and you just spent six years in prison. You're not getting that fucking job, buddy. I promise. You don't get you that, that job. Spent yeah. six years in college. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, no major corporations don't take risk on on felons as they as we like to label them. So it's different. Huh? Look at that, dude. Sweden's got all their <laughs> shit figured out. 
Maybe. Yeah, they they also uh, have compulsory service. Not all, not only military, but you have to serve your community in some way or another. Uh, and if you are male, and or actually they they do females as well. Uh, but once you serve in the Swedish military, you take your uh, service weapon, your rifle, home with you afterwards after you get out. Okay, is that and, Sweden and or Switzerland? Sweden. Okay. Switzerland, Switzerland does, may also do that. I don't know. Switzerland does something, yeah, similar. I think they 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 may, but Sweden's been doing this uh, for a very long time. A rifle it's is the least that, you can give someone. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're, it's their their version of the national guard is that kind of more like Israel, where everybody serves in some capacity, and you take your weapon home with you, and if you get called up, if there's a war, you're getting called up because it's yeah. a small country, right? I like that because uh, it gives you a sense of community and also pride in your mm. community to not want to fuck it up or create crime or, or something else. Uh, even here, just coaching you know all these kids every year, I get to meet so many different parents and, and other kids and all that other stuff that it does give you a sense of pride. At least you know people in your community when you go out to the grocery stores or uh, Founders Day. Bob, I know you haven't been, so that's... Uh, that gathering and parade, but it's all local businesses. You kind of know everybody in the area and all that stuff, and uh, and everybody gets together. Whereas a lot of places just don't have that, you know. And if you don't force yourself to do it in America, then well, you're not going to know anything about the city or, or the communities you live in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but that's cool. I didn't know that over there. Shit, maybe they're doing it better. Are you going over there after uh, when you retire and all that shit? Um, I mean, what I I don't know what the situation is with. Sweden vis-a-vis migration and shit. Or the, Europe or any uh, of that stuff? I, I'm definitely going to have a place in Italy that has a uh, lemon grove and, and winery on it, but I don't know if I'll live there full-time. We'll see. Okay. All right. I like it there. I mean, it's, it, it, I say Italy because it's the easiest place to buy property and stay there without having to go through uh, an arduous immigration process. As a matter of fact, if you buy enough property there, they'll just grant you citizenship. No shit. Mm. Okay. Look at that. Look at that. Um, I'm going to dig into the depths of the emails here for Drinking Bro of the Week. Um, so a few questions before uh, we get to this here, and this is for you because you're on the merch side of this. Uh, the Drinking Bro submission of the week was going through drinkingbros.com. Uh, a lot of people are asking about the Bro Box. Mm. What do they need to re-up on the Bro Box since we switched over to Nine Line from the other merch company? Uh, TBD on that, but it should. Your orders all should be going through... And your shit should be uh, there no later than Wednesday of next week, I guess, this week, because this goes out on Sunday night. Sure. Were they, were they delayed or something? Because I, I got a bunch of DMs. <clears throat> yeah, there was some tech malfunction on the back end. I don't, I don't actually know what happened. All I know is that the orders got registered and, and charged and then refunded, and then they had to charge them again to send them out. So it's a shit show. But, yeah. Okay. And they all, they're also porting over all of our stuff onto their site still migration wise. So they're, it's kind of a pain of the deck right now, but they're, they're going through it meticulously trying to make sure that nothing slips through the cracks. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get to uh drinking bro of the week here from the old submissions. We'll set up a new one, uh, through the website soon mm-hmm. here. So you can email us uh, directly to the show. Luckily we've got a ton of them here, uh, because when we have people in the studio, We try to bring them up on the show so they can give it out in person and also be on camera. Clip the little video for their friends, and uh, and it's awesome here. Uh, So let's dig in here. Uh, This one is from Jay motherfucking Jenison from IO. What's IO? 
O-H? I hope so. I don't know. I I-O? Mean, I don't know. D- does anybody call Ohio I-O? No. I've never called it that. Because um, <laughs> there's not a state code that's I-O. Okay. It in another Ontario? country. Ah, there no, you go. No. No? No. Why? What What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> there's just an Ontario province. I actually so. believed you and went with it. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Let's go enter Ontario for 400. Ken? He's waiting for you to go uh, OH. Oh, I, OH. I will. I'll give you the OH, IO. I just don't know. Uh, there's, not e- there's not even a dash. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's, there's a moon of Jupiter called IO. I believe it's one of the Galilean moons. Could be there. Could be there. It says he's been a listener of Drinking Bros for a minute. <laughs> and uh, he's nominating his dad. Uh, but really, McGraw. And I don't know what that means either, G-R-A. And here's the thing. You can send these in fucked up. Just know that I will read these fucked up. Uh, so as hammered as you were when you sent this in, I'm going to read it the way you spelled it. <laughs> Long story short, he says, I want to embrace uh, my turn on the good hole merch. Uh, as an avid waterfowler, uh, going duck hunting since I was a kid with uh, dad and grandpa, uh, there's certainly a good hole. Uh, the far left and right of the blinds uh, while party hunting tending to be the better holes for certain. I don't know what planet this guy's on, but I love all of it. He's explaining, uh, I, it sounds like he's ex- explaining where he hunts waterfowl, ducks okay. and shit. But do they call them waterfowlers? Uh, I've never heard that. I haven't either. No. I haven't either. Okay. But maybe, I don't know. Um, and from a broader and more strategic aspect in a certain couple mile radius in a public hunting area or at a private hunting club out of several different spots, there is always a good hole. Okay. Uh, where a group of hunters can shoot some ducks. Uh, and then he repeats it again as a avid water fowler. I didn't say you weren't one. Uh, he says, I want to be in the good hole. We're fortunate for the freedom that we have inherited in this country. And I love to hunt. Uh, there is a heritage to hunting, a knowledge that has to be polished uh, over ions. Eons. Okay, sure. It's eons. Not, it's, I, I, under, I, I know the word. This is misspelled here. Um, and again, I will read it as you send it in. I am at the point where I want to pass on the little knowledge that I have about the sport that I cherish. I feel like you guys are currently doing uh, something similar at the moment. Uh, in fact, you're using uh, some behind-the-scenes knowledge to help us through some wild times. I want to thank you guys and everybody behind the scenes. So this is actually to you guys here. Uh, there's a lot of us that appreciate your voices and efforts. And you better believe my young guns will get their turn on the good hole in hopes they learn to cherish the hunts and want to pass it on to the next generation. Cheers. Cheers to Jay motherfucking Jenison from Io. And I hope it's Ohio. And I'll give you an OH to end it today. I don't know that Ohio is big on duck hunting. Maybe it is. I think it is. I, I feel like that would be a little farther north. Not sure. <clears throat> Not sure. I have a lot of friends who duck hunt in Missouri. Missouri, sure, yeah, because there's a lot of water there. I mean, yeah. there, I guess there's some in Ohio, but yeah, I, never, I, never, I never think of Ohio as a place to go duck hunting, though. Most of my friends that live in the Midwest either go, if they're in farther south, they go to Missouri, or if they're farther north, they mostly go to Minnesota yeah. for that. But yeah. who knows, man? Who knows? You can shoot ducks anywhere. They're in the park. Hey, Jay motherfucking Jenison. Nobody, Let us know what I.O. is. I, I think Alex Jones said this back in the day, but nobody owns those ducks in the park. They don't. Like, if you capture a duck in the park and take it, that duck belongs to you. That's manifest destiny. 
Correct, but I don't think you can kill them in a park, right? Uh, kill them how? If you just start walking up and grabbing them by the neck and ringing them around and snapping their necks, what crime are you committing exactly? Well, like it's if interesting you, if you brought if, that up. Somebody, somebody just went on a rampage it, and did it. If somebody says arrested. something about that, you just fucking, I, I was going to eat it. This is a free duck. Yeah, I did do a squirrel and no one said shit. I don't see the difference. Yeah, who is it? Uh, was it Stephen Ranella who was on the show and said that? That he they were killing squirrels up in Central Park? Squirrels and, and pigeons. Yeah. He used to trap them, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I think uh, maybe animal cruelty, but it was like, I wasn't cruel. I killed him. What if you walked up and kicked it? Obviously, people would be upset and it would be jarring, but then you said to him, look, I had to kill this duck because I'm, I'm starving and I'm going to go yeah. home and eat it. If it was a duck, I think people wouldn't like that. But if it's a goose, people are going to be on board because geese are assholes. Yeah, yeah I used to work uh, in a public park one summer and there was a standing order to, uh, if there's geese in the road and you're driving one of the park trucks, mm-hmm. you just keep going. Yeah, yeah, just clip that motherfucker. Man. Sure do. Sure do. Proud of you, Bob. Proud of you. Proud of you guys at home. You know? Uh, go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. It's just a five-star, and you can walk away at that point. Ding it. Uh, 10,000 reviews. I'll shut the fuck up. I promise. Just go and check the thing and vote and whatever. Advertisers give a shit. And uh, it also helps with the ratings, I guess. Uh, I check the daily downloads, not like the overall, but I guess you can juice yourself up off of that. So do it. It matters, and it helps the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, and then I'll let you know. We'll, we'll show some video of the first pitch here uh, tomorrow. So stay tuned, kids, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway. I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Drinking Bros Podcast. Good night, everyone. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.